What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, how are you doing this week? Post-Batman, in a new world, doing well, brother. So excited to be here talking movies and TV today because we got some awesome stuff. Like I said, everything post-Batman feels great. We go from the back. We got Obi-Wan to talk about this week. We got The Boys Season 3 to talk about this week. And HBO has given us, arguably, the best shows of the year with Peacemaker into Euphoria and now into Winning Time. Like, Netflix, Hulu, y'all don't have a chance. We're going to talk about that later. But it's insane how... HBO slate right now. Like, I don't know what's next, but it seems like they're not missing right now. It's insane to go from Peacemaker to Euphoria to winning time back to back to back. That's huge. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we'll talk about another show that they have coming in just this week. You know, HBO is trying to really make a push. There's, I feel like, oh, well, I mean, they have other shows that are going on right now that I'm watching on a week-to-week basis, like you know, that show that's from the Downton Abbey creators, you know, The mm-hmm. Gilded Age. I'm watching that week-to-week. The you know, the type of TV pirate ship comedy is going on right now. Oh, that's it, yeah. And they, with the way they've been doing that is they've been doing it in three-episode clusters, which I like. Ooh. And then, see, we so got, they've got six episodes on. The, the freaking uh, Game of Thrones show is going to drop randomly at some point this year. We also got, uh, I think we got Succession dropping later this year, like later, later this year. And then uh, yeah. I, feel, I feel like we got a show that's coming after uh, Winning Time that's supposed to be some, oh, Tokyo Vice. Yes, bro. That's the, the Aaron Eckhart, not Aaron Eckhart. That's the uh, Ansel Eckhart show where he's the journalist who goes to Japan and is a partner with a detective in there and they're doing the uh, Yakuza stuff, Black Rain style. <laughs> you just want you just want Black Rain be remade. Bro, like honestly, Schubert, honestly, I swear to you, if we get the opportunity to like, if this movie that we're going to end up making gets good and we have the opportunity to remake something, the first thing I'm asking for is Black Rain. <laughs> That would be an interesting conversation to have for another day. Maybe coming up since we don't have too many movies and stuff. Like what things can we remake? Yeah, what can you remake? Anything before our birth? Oh, bro, like my Black Rain would be great. I would do it a little bit in the future. Have it with a black guy going to Japan. Oh, it would be amazing. Like not Michael B. Jordan. It would be Jonathan Majors or John David Washington. Like imagine Jonathan Majors going to Japan. Oh, that would be fucking. And his partner be someone like, um, I don't want Robert Pattinson or Adam Driver. I would want someone like Daniel Radcliffe. Like Daniel Radcliffe. Like I want to give, I want to give Radcliffe a shot. Like, let's give him some some burn. Like, I think that would be great. Oh, my gosh. Black Rain, baby. Part two. Give it to us, uh, HBO. But with anything you watch this week, I watched Only God Forgives, the Ryan Gosling uh, Bangkok movie where he's a drug dealer and they kill his brother and he's and his mom makes him get revenge. It's the Nicholas Walding movie. The Basically the same guy who made Drive with him. You know what I did? Yeah, because I did watch a lot of different stuff, but I, I watched... Two have or two thirds of the Batman Bale trilogy. Just oh, the good ones, in nice. my opinion. Yeah, the only ones that matter. <laughs> Begins and uh, and Dark Knight. Nice. Because I wanted to make sure I was like, I was like, well, I know this is better than Batman Begins, and I watched Batman Begins, I'm like, yeah, it's better. And then I watched Dark Knight, and then I watched Dark Knight, and I'm like, 
Damn, if it ain't close. That's what I'm, bro. It is right there. Like it is right there. The Batman, like he's a better Batman than Bale. The only thing is, the Dark Knight's movie is a little bit tighter than the Batman. Yes. Like and and you know, I feel like Ledger just kills him. Got there. Yeah, he just didn't. But they didn't, they give, didn't give him, him enough the, to do screen time. Which you know, there's the rumors that are out that like he's gonna be back. I I believe it. I believe. I it. believe it. But I don't think he's gonna be the the big bad. Mm-mm. I think it'll be more of like in the penguin role. Well, let me pitch something to you because Tom. Uh, funny enough, Matt Reeves, even though he didn't choose a Tom King story to base it off of, the Bat and the Cat, he was 100 inspired by Tom King. He has Riddler hanging out with Joker right now. Becoming chummy, chummy. Tom King wrote one of the best modern day Batman stories since the Court of Owls. To me, if you ask me, what are the two best modern day Batman stories? It's the Court of Owls, number one. And number two, the war of jokes and riddles, which is Riddler versus Joker. They each gather other rogues gallery people after they have a beef. They're friend, like they, they, they were friends for a little bit. They have a beef. They each gather different rogues gallery. And it, the, 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 they both battled to determine who could be the best top dog in Gotham and take down Batman. I could see that being movie three or four. Oh, and, here's, and here's how it goes with what we've already known. You want to get the Mr. Freeze in there. Mr. Freeze starts a movie. Like I mentioned before, he starts a movie. He's like your minor bad. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, while that's going on with Batman, you find you see Barry and uh, Paul you know, going Becoming, at it. No, but like build it up to where their 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 like their their friendship is building. Like save that movie for yeah. like movie three or four. Have a minute. Like watch. I pitch you the second one because I got an idea. Let's keep the flood. Let's let the flood happen. Christmas time in Gotham. Mister Freeze, Killer Croc. Have them both because the flood introduces a Killer Croc, a monster, a a meta a human that was mutated that could be very grounded. You also have Mr. Freeze as like the other villain and you have those two. You introduce Harvey Dent and you and you show Riddler and Joker and Arkham. Yeah. Okay. Yep. You, you, could, you could maybe have Hush as like the overall villain that set Mr. Freeze and Killer Croc loose or you could just let those two be the villains. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have plenty of time to talk to yeah. about it, but we'll... Um... You know, we got some other DC news that we need to talk about, you know, a little bit of Marvel, uh, but a lot of trailers. So without any further ado, let's jump right into it. Uh, first off, we got the Obi-Wan trailer. I knew after Batman, you know, they, we need the zeitgeist of media needed something to get hyped for next. So let's put out that Obi-Wan trailer. Bro, like I love the Mandalorian. I do. You know, I do. I love it. I love the fact that my man has the dark saber. I love that it ties in Westerns with Samurai. I, but this this is what made me fall in love with Star Wars. Like I, I watched the uh, the Luke trilogy at first and I and I did. I like Star Wars after watching the Luke trilogy. But what made me love Star Wars was my dad taking me to the movies and watching Phantom of the Menace and seeing this young Ewan McGregor beat Darth Maul's ass, the coolest Sith I've seen with the dual bladed lightsaber, still my favorite style of lightsaber, dual bladed, and Obi-Wan defeated him. 
that's what put me on the map. And I was like, oh, shit, this is what Star Wars could be. And I know people hate on the prequels, but this is our generation. And then you get Attack of the Clones and seeing him go to Kamino as this badass Jedi fighting this assassin, Jango Fett. And then he fights Count Dooku. And uh, it's just like Obi-Wan Kenobi is the guy who made me fall in love with Star Wars. He's my favorite Jedi. And the fact that Ewan's back fighting Inquisitors, fighting Darth Vader, I've been wanting a real lightsaber show, a real lightsaber feel, because the fucking new trilogy is not Star Wars. I'm saying it. It's not Obi-Wan. I don't care what Rey and Kylo are doing. I get classic Obi-Wan Jedi shit that I love and I'm so happy that Dave Filoni and them are in charge and that we're getting this. This is beautiful. I don't care what people say about the Inquisitor's head not looking right. I don't give a fuck. We're getting Obi-Wan going to a new city, a dirty city. Oh, it looks beautiful. I'm in. Yeah, that Hong Kong, Tokyo looking city. Mm-hmm. All the neon. Basically, Madripoor, Marvel's Madripoor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That you got that, and, you know, of course, you get the Tatooine stuff. You know, I think they're doing a really good job of giving us something that we wanted at a time where you could really do it the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that what we saw in this trailer is that they really do appreciate the prequels mm-hmm. with the music choice that they did. The music was great. Oh, them, my gosh. Uh, some of the tone of, you know, and just having you in there in, in general, you know, it I seems like that, dark star Wars, the darkest shit since row one. Yeah. I mean, I think that you got a really good opportunity to tell a, a story that not only in, you know, put meshes the movies, but also brings the TV show era of that time up into the light. Mm-hmm. Um, even more so than, you can maybe have a cad, the like the, the 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 cameos could be I mean, incredible. Cad you could Bane have, could show up. You could have the, Cad the, Bane. You got the Inquisitors. You know, Ahsoka could show up. Ahsoka. You could have Red Dawn, Kira, Han Solo, Lando. Like it could be anybody, bro. Yeah, anybody. Chewbacca. I mean, could... Like Obi Wan didn't like, even though in New like New Hope, he did not know Chewbacca. Yeah, I mean, it's possible that. He- he can know Chewbacca. That could even be more so why they kind of like went with up him. At that contain, yeah. But he won't meet Han. He won't meet Han. No, no, he won't meet Han. He could meet Lando. Yeah, he could meet Lando. I doubt that Donald Glover is in this. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Donald's on, on Disney's payroll with, with, with Atlanta. Yeah, that's true. So, so, and, I mean, and, and they have him they signed him to a multiple film and TV show deal like he has to be Lando at least two more times yeah I think if not this it'll be the cast in the Andor series mm-hmm. um, but this trailer know, was great this, did you this like trailer it? it was great I, I like it I think it, I tweeted when it came out that I think this has the potential to be the best thing we've yeah. gotten yet in new the era. era yeah i agree i agree and like it could definitely be better than mando were you upset at how the grand inquisitor looked like with how people no. were yeah i didn't well, i mean it's just like it's it's hard to translate animation the animation to live action i mean i thought the, what they do with cad bane was fine i mean the first design for the grand inquisitor didn't look good or his species with the long hair like from the prequel didn't like how that one looked and this one is more clunky like it's it's okay i don't care well i mean i just 
you know, a sp- the the race of Utapau can you, know, you could be tall, you could be short, you could be yeah, fat, true. It's just like it's any true. other thing. And so I just true. don't understand. Like, you know, I guess if they want to say it doesn't look exactly like the Grand Inquisitor, sure, but I mean, like, it's an animated show. So. Yeah, I uh, think Fifth Brother looks the best, which is my man Han from Fast and the Furious. I think Fifth Brother is one that doesn't necessarily have a screen death, so he might be the one who dies. And and look, Han said he was using a lightsaber and was going to fight. He's Fifth Brother, so. So I'm excited, uh, but I don't remember who the lady is. No, me neither. I thought the majority line... of the sisters die in Rebels. No, but from Cal. Oh, from Cal Kestis. Cameron Monaghan could pop up in this. Possible. It is possible. And look, let me say this. Also, your man Quinlan Voss maybe could pop up in this. Possible. You know that. And also, well, shout out to uh the well, final. Liam Neeson's going to show up. Force yeah. goes true, 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 yeah. true, 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 true. But uh, the final thing I was gonna say is, oh man, the line where she was like, "A Jedi is just like a dog; he can't help himself. He knows." Like that was a beautiful line. Like Obi Wan has to help someone; he can't help himself. He gotta. That's why he secludes himself so he doesn't help anyone. Oh, I'm so excited to see him bust out the blue lightsaber and fuck somebody up. Yeah, you know when you saw uh, Joel Edgerton, Owen Lars in town with that inquisitor around you know he's about to yep got to fight her fighter and he's gonna he's gonna fight the inquisitors and see they're probably gonna come to tatooine he's gonna have to fight them lead them away get them from luke and starts off the adventure of obi-wan escaping running away from the inquisitors something like that yep but i mean we'll see i think it's six episodes yep i'm assuming they're probably gonna be an hour i can't imagine that they do anything less if they do, it'd be, if, if they do 30, Schubert, if they do 30 minutes, I'm going to be insanely upset. Yeah. Like yeah. that's, you might as well have just released a movie because that's six episodes times 30 minutes. That's, that's literally a movie. That's three hours and some change. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely, uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. It's going to be, it's going to be a ride for sure. Facts. Um, but the next thing we got, Going into DC, Blue Beetle casts Bruno Marquezzi, Melissa Escobedo, Harvey Guillen uh, to to the movie. Uh, Bruna Marquezzi will play Penny, the female lead in love interest for Blue Beetle, Jaime Reyes. Mm-hmm. Um, Escobedo will play Jaime's younger sister. And Guillen's role is wrapped in secrecy, might be a villain. Uh, yeah, that might be like someone from the Reach. Like they might be yeah. introducing the Reach. We might as well do the other DC stuff while we're here. Uh, yeah. So the other stuff is the movies moving around. Black Adam, Flash, Aquaman, Shazam two, and even Wonka has moved. Mm-hmm. Wonka got pushed back to December. December of twenty twenty three. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with that. It's gonna be the Christmas but, uh, time movie. But yeah, Shazam actually got moved up from mm-hmm. summer of 2023 to December of this year. Taking Aquaman same, spot. Same day as Avatar. Yep, which is good. I, I think that's okay for Shazam. Yeah. Um, and what? Black Flash Adam gets pushed to... To October. October, which whatever. Yeah, DC Pets takes Black Adam's original date, which, you know, whatever. Flash gets moved to June of 2023. 20- June 23rd, 2023. Summer. 
And, and then in November. And then uh, Jason Momoa's stuff gets moved to March 17th. And uh, basically, um, James Wan said that the movie is so CGI heavy that he needed extra time. Don't think the film is bad. Also, Black Adam, they said it was just to do the CGI. The movie is good. And they said the Shazam movie is really good. And it's going to make sense. This is the rumor that's going to make more sense having Shazam after Black Adam than having Aquaman or Flash. Also, when it comes to the Flash, this is Ben Affleck says he may want to continue, you know, doing some Batman stuff. They may be trying to figure a way to make Ben Affleck have, you know, something. I, I doubt it, though. That was one rumor. I don't trust that one. The other rumor with the Flash is this is what I do believe is to fix to make it to where not Ben Affleck. I think that was the, 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 the uh, curveball that they were trying to throw people off. But the real ball is Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I think with the success of Robert Pattinson, they're trying to make it to where not that he is the Justice League's Batman, just to where the Flash can travel to his dimension if necessary. Yeah, I feel like they're just trying to do a lot with this Flash. Like, I I almost feel like moving it back. I don't think it hurts it. Well, I don't know. I mean, are you what are you trying to do? Daniel RPK said this. He said that. He said that the Robert Pattinson thing is a possibility in case uh, Casey Walsh also agreed with him that the Flash movie, this don't think this is a bad thing. This is them securing it. It's not studio interference. It's Alfonso Cuaron making sure he has the best film possible. Alfonso Cuaron. Oh, not Alfonso Cuaron. What's the guy's yeah. name? The dude who did uh, it. Sandberg. No, 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 no. Sandberg does Shazam. Yeah. It's the uh, dude who did it. I don't remember. A, a Latino director. I can't think of his name right now, man. Uh, hold on. I'm going to look it up. But yeah, they said it's just to make sure that because this movie has so much uh, riding on it, they want to make sure it's right. Oh, Andy Machete. I'm Machete. So, but I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about uh, Black Adam, Shazam, Aquaman. No. Or, I'm excited uh, that Shazam got moved up. Same. The only one I'm worried about is Flash. Just because it has so much, it has so much importance. Yeah, I mean, it's really the only concern. I mean, now it it was supposed to be ahead of Aquaman and Shazam, and now it's legitimately the, the they, last of the group. But they say it might make sense to bring all those things we see in there, though the original one, to tie it in with Michael Keaton. That's why they said another reason well, why it's not last. I mean, that's what I'm worried about. I'm like, all right, so now we're making like calls on the fly. Like, mm. Mm. Now we're like, okay, okay, well, now since we're putting these movies ahead of it, then maybe we need to make sure it ties in with all this. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this just seems True. like it's a big math problem that they're trying to put together. And I just True. don't understand. The flat the, that the flash is the one I'm worried about. But look, hey man, we got James Gunn's universe and we got Matt Reeves' universe. Two out of three ain't bad. And the Shazam universe is fire too. So I ain't mad at it. If flat like if Flash is the shitty movie of all of these. Yeah, it sucks because it's the multiverse movie. But at least we have Black Adam's universe, which is badass. We have James Gunn's universe, which is badass. And we have the Battinson verse, which is the arguably the best comic book universe of all time. <laughs> all right. yeah. Sorry, Marvel. <laughs> Battinson. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, speaking of Marvel, before we get to the trailers, I did see the Thor poster. That is oh, I didn't even see that. Let me see. Let me. Um, I don't know if you can find it on Google. I think it was like 
maybe someone took a picture of it in like Japan or you know some other country. Mm, okay. But it has the Guardians on it. Oh, okay. It's got the Guardians on it. You see Jane Foster in the background. Uh, Korg is in the background. Oh, I see it now. Okay. Yeah. Is Heimdall on this? I don't know if that's real. She would Heimdall's on this. Oh, well, I mean, I thought that was real. Yeah, I don't know if that's real because Heimdall's dead. Bring him back. <laughs> yeah, I don't. People saying that's Loki. I'm like, huh? People saying that's oh, Black I didn't see Loki. Loki on there. No, people saying that's Black oh, Loki, not Black Loki. Loki. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's fan made, bro. That's Heimdall. I don't, that's not real. Oh, well, it looked like I was on a wall. <laughs> yeah, they faked that, bro. They faked. They got you. <laughs> I was just going to mention it because I was like, oh, okay, well, then we're confirming some stuff. <laughs> no. Well, look, if it's real, cool, but I don't think so. I mean, so. It, it, don't, it don't change much of what we already thought. True. So. Facts. Uh, so we'll move into the trailers. I mean, let's just start right off the bat and talk about the boys, man. Like, oh, Ooh. my God. Let's go. Season three, man. Like I said, man, this is a great year for TV. Peacemaker euphoria winning time obi-wan the boys like let's fucking go baby this, like billy butcher getting powers what like karen fukuhara is the female kicking ass what's up with frenchie and her like uh mother's milk getting upset what he upset about like he about to go yeah. ham then we're introducing the boys avengers with we see their scarlet witch we see their captain america I'm sure that we're going to see uh, their Iron Man, which is high tech night. What's going on with a train in his new costume against Homelander. Homelander looks like he's at the bottom this season. Like I'm digging it. And then that all, all we saw was a bunch of bodies blowing up every five seconds. So that means that Senator yeah. lady is just killing people. Yeah. All sorts of bodies are blowing up. I mean, it's going to be wild. We saw that Probably. in the all American dildo. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even see anything of the sex island, so. But we did know, see yeah. the the lady fucking uh, oh boy, <laughs> with glasses, yeah. yeah, yeah, in the bathroom. I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, this season of the boys looks like it's gonna be crazy. The only thing that you need to know from Diabolical is really nothing that mm. has to do with the season. The uh, that episode at the end. Honestly, those news segments might be more important than Diabolical. Like pretty much all you need to know is that. Homelander has an understanding of black noir and like their type. friends. Okay. Like at first Homelander like thought that black noir was out to get him. Mm. And now he realizes that he's not. And black noir looks like he's going to have something important to do this season. I'm sure. Yeah. So cool beans. All right. Boys looking good, man. Uh, next. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about Batonomy gray. Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson trying to go for an Oscar, man. He talked about the Oscar race the other day. This is him trying. It looks like him trying to do that with memory, some Alzheimer's stuff, and like him trying to fi find his way. Well, I mean, this is more than just that. I mean, it's him trying to find his memory so he can find a treasure. At the end of the day, I don't mm -hmm. even know this is an Oscar movie. It sounds like Oscar bait, though. I mean, it's way too early for him to think that this would be the movie that would carry over into next year fair but you know they it might be we don't know when it's is it out yeah it's out now okay well may, look it, it, i haven't heard anything about it yeah me neither that's what i'm saying no, more might, so than turning red 
it might might be Oscar bait. We'll find out. We'll see. I think it is uh, though, because he talked about that last week, and that's why he might have talked about it last week because this was released and he did a press conference for it, and somebody asked him that. I, I'm like I'm telling you, he, he literally did. Somebody asked him, "Why haven't you gotten an Oscar yet? Are you trying for it?" He was like, "I mean." I, I've done a lot of blockbusters, but this move, he talked about whatever he's working on should be. And I guess it was this. Oh, well, we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll try probably try and check it out this week. Um, that's, it looks interesting for sure. I it does. I got to give it a good to movie. Him. Hopefully it's good. Uh, well, next, the big one of the big trailer releases was Deep Water, the Ben Affleck and the movie. I honestly wasn't too interested with it this looks like gone girl i'm gonna watch it this looks like gone girl but she's fucking jacob alordi (laughs) and finn Wittrock. she's fucking everybody like i'm ready baby (laughs) i mean i think it's good this straight to hulu because if it wasn't (laughs) then i don't think i'd watch it (laughs) i'm watching it i'm supporting it um Next, we got the Outer Range, Josh Brolin, Amazon series. This shit looked weird. <laughs> it looks weird, but, you know, I, at this point, I trust Amazon. I haven't really found a lot of Amazon stuff that I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is just ass. Well, you're right about that. I do trust Amazon, so I'll give you that. <laughs> so I might at least watch the first couple and see what it's all about. Looks like it can be like a little, little supernatural, but like it's like Yellowstone, supernatural. Yeah, just a weird combination of things. <laughs> um, but the next thing is a movie for Netflix that actually looks like something I'd watch. The Richard Linklater animated yeah. movie, Apollo 10 and a half. Kid pretty much is doing a secret government program because they made Apollo 10 too small. Yep, and it look it looks pretty damn interesting. Animated Richard Linklater coming really cool. Yeah, so like if anything, I'm gonna watch it for the animation because this will now yeah. this will probably be nominated for an Oscar next year. Yeah. <laughs> like this, if this movie isn't shit, then animation alone is gonna give it a nod. It's like that French movie that's nominated this year, Sale, where the dude's climbing Mount Everest. It, it reminds me a lot of that. So that's definitely a trailer to go check out. Uh, the next one we got is DMZ. Rosario this Dawson. looks good. I want to support a, this. What is it, a Vertigo comic? Yep. Uh, like in the fact that they're, they're turning a Vertigo comic into an HBO Max series gives me hope for all the other Vertigo comics, like 100 Bullets. So let's support this. It has nothing to do with superheroes. It's a great premise. It's coming the end of this week. It's like the Warriors basically mixed with Division. Like these, these certain sectors and different gangs lead it. And there's a war going on in this demilitarized zone with all these different gangs and like Dolphins trying to like walk through. That's why I say the Warriors, because it's like different territories. Yeah. So I'm into it. Warriors come out and play. <laughs> Warriors in the apocalypse. Yep, pretty much. Um, next is Pleasure, a, a, pretty much a, a movie about porn. <laughs> a girl goes to L.A., wants to be a porn star, literally will do without pay. Hey, it looks good though. And what was the one she said? One line she was like, "I I came here just because I I, I want to fuck." Like, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, I mean, "It just so happens that I get paid for it." Like I'm yeah. in. Like she just trying. She doing it for the love of the game. Let's go, baby. I'm watching this. Yeah, it's wild. So, I watched the trailer and my mouth hanging up, and I was like, "Oh God, this is wild." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it looked it looked good. It looked like Zola to the next level. Yes, exactly. So I'm surprised it wasn't A24. I think A24, I think this was the one that A24 like had on. for a moment. Like they had it for a moment and then they passed on it because they're like, it's too much. It's too much for us. Yeah. It, look, Neon doesn't give a fuck. Neon's like, we're trying to become the next HBO Max. So fuck it. Yeah. I mean, not an HBO, A24. Yeah. So I don't blame them. Do y'all thing, man. And last thing, we guys, we had a one little minute and a half featurette, Moon Knight, Ethan Hawke, and uh, Oscar Isaac talking about things they like about the filming. That looked good. It did look good. Uh, I like what they're saying about the show. I think, it, you know, when it sounded very about- bad. It sounded very copycat of the Batman, a, a, a character study. They, they said words I, that said sounded like, very Batman. I like what that one woman said that it seems like it's Fight Club and Indiana Jones. I like that because that made it, it that made it its own thing. But when when Oscar Isaac was talking, he was sounding mighty Robert Pattinson. Mm. <laughs> well, I definitely think that Moon Knight is might be in that conversation of TV series of this year that might be really good. I Hopefully, mean, I, yeah. We'll see. I mean, Marvel definitely could use a winner in terms of someone that's kind of out of the norm. Mm-hmm. I agree. This could, some, this could be something they can really roll with, but we'll see. Yeah, facts. Uh, going into our main stories, Austin Butler, he is in talks to join the cast of Neville News Dune Part 2 as the villainous Freud Rotha, the sadistic nephew of Baron Vladimir Harkin, Hark, Harkonnen, uh, played by Stellan Sarsgaard. Uh, that was the character that Sting played in the original. Yep. Also, uh, Ty Sheridan and Harry Styles are up for it. And Robert Pattinson said that if he were to join Dune, this is who he would want to play. And he met yeah. with Denis Villeneuve. So he's up for it. I hope Robert gets it. Timothy versus Robert. But Denis probably is like, mm, I don't know if the, I don't know if my man Timothy could beat the Batman. So it makes sense if they go with Harry Styles or Austin Butler, because I could believe Timothy could beat them. Or Ty Sheridan. Yeah, Ty Sheridan for sure. I just don't know if he's a good enough actor for that. I don't know if Harry Styles is. Harry Styles was in Dunkirk, so Christopher Nolan picked him. That's why I trust him. Well, I've never seen. I've never seen Dunkirk, so I don't know. He he didn't talk that. much. He didn't talk much. I'm gonna be honest. That's what I'm saying. Like I just don't know that Harry Styles is like <laughs> Dune Part Two. Well, Austin Main Butler. Character? We know Austin Butler can do it. Not only Elvis, but once upon yes. a time in 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 Hollywood. And so I mean, like I, when I saw Austin Butler's name on there, I was like, that's fine. Like in comparison to Ty Sheridan and Harry Styles, I prefer I mean, I Robert Pattinson. Could, I mean, yeah, honestly, I feel like they could get a Pattinson kind of name to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that they're going to settle on Austin Butler for this, but maybe Probably Austin Butler's on the rise. We haven't seen Elvis yet. Austin Butler's cheaper. That's what it is. That's true. Pattinson costs money, and that cast is already expensive as AF. Well, especially because the second part of the story is that Florence Pugh, who costs money. Mm-hmm. Was announced earlier this week as being Princess Aurelia. Yep, who is one of who's that the love triangle with Aurelia. her and Zendaya. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm into I, it. I, I love that was a good call. I love that. <laughs> Beautiful call. Oh my gosh. You know, team like my favorite actresses right now are Zoe Kravitz and Florence Pugh. I love those two women. Like, shout out to them. Like Amy Adams and uh Regina King. Y'all are losing y'all spot. To Zoe Kravitz and Florence Pugh. Yeah, I think this is big for Florence Pugh's career too. I mean, she's just gotten into the Marvel dit, 
her Marvel gig. And now she's getting a, a real big block. Like, like, like I'm, not, I'm not saying Marvel's not a real blockbuster, but this is more of a prestige well, she wasn't blockbuster. The lead. I mean, she's not the lead here either, but I mean, like, yeah. She's kind of, she's, well, she'll be one of the leads, co-lead. She, she'll be a big part of it. That's, mm-hmm. That's a fact. Uh, so next story, Pete Davidson, he's going to leave his own comedy series playing a fictional version of himself. <laughs> the project mm-hmm. tentatively called Bupkis uh, comes from Saturday Night Live showrunner Lauren Michaels. Uh, <laughs> while the series has yet to land an official home, probably going to be Peacock. Yeah. Uh, I wish it was HBO. Re- reports indicate that the pr- premise of Bupkis would be comparable to Larry David's Curb Your Enthusiasm, which follows the, co-create- the Seinfeld co-creator as he navigates celebrity status in daily life. I don't, I don't think this is bad. I think this is, I think they picked the right person. The key is his, his side characters. What makes Curb great is the people around Larry, which makes Seinfeld great is the people around Jerry. It's who's going to be around Pete. That's important. Well, I think it also is important at the kind of story they're going to tell. Like if they kind of meld, his real life with his current, I think that they can make a pretty and compelling see, show. If they make Pete an asshole among assholes, it works because Pete's an asshole like Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld. So you, yeah. but you got to get, you got to get other people like you need your Costanza. Who's going to be your secondary role. That's just as funny as Pete, if not funny. Well, who's the one in curb? Uh, it's um, the, it's, the man. The it's his agent. agent. Yeah, it's his agent. Well, it's his agent at first, but then it's JB Smooth at the is later okay. on, and JB Smooth is a big part of it. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see more of what happens to this and where it ends up. I. I and you need your Julie. And you need your Julie Louis Dreyfus character. Yeah. So. So we'll see, but that's a, that's an interesting thing. I that's a, a good story, like, man. Like, that's big for, for Pete. first being like, why is Pete Davidson going to do this? Hey, let me tell you, let me make you laugh. We talked about how Julia Fox should have utilized Kanye to get a big time role. And we said Pete Davidson is doing the plan we set up for Julia, for Julia Fox using Kim Kardashian to get a big role. He just got it. Don't be surprised if Pete breaks up with Kim soon. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Those text messages are real. It doesn't seem like it. Look, he gonna get tired of that. He got this new show coming. He might break up with her ass soon. Hey, I, I mean, it's not like he doesn't have a bad track record, so. He, he can get another one. He pulls. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so Netflix is in negotiations for Green Light to the Gentleman, a series adaptation of the Guy Ritchie movie. Let's fucking movie. go. Uh, Richie co-wrote the pilot script with Matthew Reed, who will direct the first two episodes and serve as executive producer on the series. Yep, Richie's going to executive produce, direct the first two episodes, and part wrote the script. We said the gentleman could be a universe. Hopefully, he brings in his Wrath of Man character. That would be badass. This is where I think Guy Richie can succeed because his movies create these universes that we want more of. And I think the gentleman's the perfect place. Like, can we bring back maybe, if not McConaughey, let's bring back uh, my man, uh, Charlie Hunnam. That's probably the only person you can get. Colin Farrell's busy. No, oh, no, Colin Farrell's doing the penguin. He is not coming back. Imagine you can maybe, you can maybe, you can maybe get my, you can get McConaughey. Maybe he's a T. He does do TV. a Netflix series. He just he did True Detective. I don't know if he loves Guy, but see the thing is, it depends on his relationship with Guy Ritchie because Guy Ritchie's show running this. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. This isn't like just some together. normal Netflix. They're like net, like HBO and Netflix has shown that they're going for 
movie directors to be showrunners. James Gunn, you get um, what you call Michael Giacchino's doing something. Uh, Matt Reeves is JJ Abrams is showrunning. Matt Reeves is showrunning. Like the Russo brothers is showrunning. Now, now, now uh, we see these people. Show, now we see uh, Guy Ritchie showrunning. I think big time actors will do TV shows if the showrunner's a big time director possible but I, you know i did really like this movie so i am excited to see what they do and, and we don't even need we don't even that. need uh matthew mcconaughey in a big time role we could have him just as the kingpin on the side yeah i mean it really just depends on the story i don't know what what they what they got cooking but obviously they got something if netflix is gonna do it so. mm-hmm. you don't need so to talk about this one piece story bro shit's trash <laughs> well i guess the one thing to mention is that they did cast some more characters Mm-hmm. Um, and the cast members that are going to be playing them, they're going to. They, they look. They look fine. We got someone for Kobe. Got someone for Alvita. Arlong, Helmepo, Buggy, and Garlong and Garp. So I mean, Garp looks the, the best. So we know the arc. Yeah. Oh, trash. This isn't good. I, I'm so I'm so nervous about One Piece. If you can't get Bebop right, how how do I expect you to get One Piece right? Exactly. And if you and how can I expect you to, to even really give it the extra effort. If you do put something together that's half decent, you're gonna cancel it. So. I oh my gosh, I'm not I'm not excited for that at all. Um. So next, Sean Levy, who just got done working with Ryan Reynolds and the Adam Project. My girlfriend really uh, liked it. I'm watching it this week for next week. I watch it. All right. My girlfriend says it was is a decent movie. Not bad. Good at yeah, good Ryan Reynolds good. movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. I think Ryan Reynolds is having a pretty good stretch. It, she said it's kind of a change of pace role, not as much Ryan Reynolds stick. Sort of. Okay. Because he's a little bit more grounded. Yeah. Than he is in some of the other stuff. Bombastic. Um, but yeah, so he's uh, Sean Levy and Ryan Reynolds teaming up for Deadpool 3. Nice. Uh, really good idea. Yep. Sean Levy and Ryan Reynolds were doing really good. And this is Deadpool and- 3, but this is really Deadpool going into the MCU. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this was called Deadpool 3 Journey to the MCU. Maybe. And make it, it meta. Yeah, I think this is a good team. I think they're really starting to do things um, that are really that have been really successful. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. This could be the Ryan Reynolds pairing director connection. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Josh Peck, he's joined Christopher Nolan's World War II epic Oppenheimer. He's going to play Kenneth Bainbridge, a real scientist who's involved in the Manhattan Project. This this cast is incredible. This cast is insane. And I'm excited that Josh Peck is in this. This is going to raise Josh Peck's status, man. The fact that he's in a Nolan movie? What? He's He's been making his way around... Hollywood, I mean, you know, he had the Disney show. Uh, he's on How I Met Your Father Mother, right now. Yep. Uh, he's got this Nolan movie. I mean, like, yeah, he's about to like, I wouldn't better, be surprised better. if Josh Peck might become the character actor of this generate. Like it's possible. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, I think he's going to do a lot of TV and then be a character actor for movies. in movies. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. Uh, so Giancarlo Esposito, he's going to be back at AMC for AMC plus series called The Driver. The six-episode first season is based on a UK format show, and it focuses on Taxi Driver, played by Esposito, whose life is turned upside down when he agrees to show 
rapper, New Orleans-based Zimbabwean gangster notorious for exploiting undocumented immigrants in the U.S. southern ports. Going to be on AMC Plus in 2023. Ooh, I'm watching this. New Orleans. This sounds good. This sounds like some some shit where John or Carlo Esposito might become evil after this, like being the taxi driver, getting into the life. Yeah, this is one of those things that's going to put AMC Plus on the map, I think. Look, AMC Plus, Gangs of London, they have uh, the, the Jeremy Renner show. They've just been hidden, yeah. man. And, you know, that's going to get people to their service. So I, I, I'm I, an AMC I Plus. I, I, I pay for AMC Plus on my Amazon because, like, it's worth it. They have great television. So definitely worth checking out in 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, last bit, Amazon here is in talks to pick up God of War live action series. Let's they go. Already, uh, the series is potentially going to be uh, with the Expanse creators, Mark Ferguson, Hawk Wolfie, and have Wheel of Time showrunner Rafe Judkins involved. The, 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 the Expanse people know how to make a long series. Like, let's do it. Let's show Kratos doing all of his Greek stuff, then trans, then uh, transporting himself to Greek mythology. Like, this could be a long-running show. This could be great. This could be Amazon's Game of Thrones, more so than Wheel of Time, more so than Lord of the Rings. This is epic television, and I'm happy that Amazon got it. I would either want Amazon, HBO, or Apple to have it, and I'm, I'm happy. Game, God of War is going to be epic, and I think it has potential to be the biggest show at the time when it's out, because that's how good God yeah, of War like, is. I feel like Amazon had to pick up a video game. You know, and they picked the up the God best one. Paramount's got Halo. Uh, the, the Last of Us is on HBO. HBO. Like, literally, HBO and, and uh, Amazon have the best ones. And in my opinion, God of War is the ultimate best one. Yeah, I think everyone's been clamoring for this for a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it. I never played the game it's an amazing kratos is this dude who uh is basically a demigod and then his his, they kill his zeus kills his family because he does something wrong and then he goes to kill the gods basically kratos's mission is to kill the gods there we go so we'll see hopefully more of that comes and they kind of confirm that Mm -hmm. um here pretty soon so the last thing we have before we move on the movie on the rise is we talked about under the banner heaven the uh, the show on FX with Andrew Garfield. Nice. Has its date now, April 28th. Ooh, we got a lot of good shows, man. Like I said, Tokyo Vice, Under the Banner of Heaven, that we're going to be watching mystery detective shows in the spring. Definitely. So we got some really exciting stuff to come, um, but that puts us on to Movie on the Rise. Mm, all right, I can go first. Movie on the Rise. This is a segment show where we suggest one movie or TV show that's out this week, that's coming out, or that's been out for a little bit. I have something that's coming out this week. It's Minx. Uh, the, that is the 1970s Los Angeles uh, feminist magazine thing with Jake Johnson. That'll be out this week. I think it's going to be great. And also a reality game show where Lafayette Baker is going to be in it is, is this cake where people are making things and you have to guess if it's cake. On Netflix. Yeah, I actually I actually want to watch that. Yep, drops March 18th. Minx and this drop on March 18th. So that's um Friday. That'll Friday. Okay. Or or Thursday. Uh, for me, I got yeah, no Friday. The Adam Project. Nice. Go 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 check that out. Um, and then Human Resources on Netflix, the Big Mouth spinoff. Nice. The Hormone Monsters. Nice, 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 nice. 
So are you excited for human resources? Is that going to be good? Uh, I think so. I'm, okay. I don't remember if I've seen the trailer for it or whatever, but, you know, I like Big Mouth fine. I think that part of the best parts of it are the hormone monsters. And True. They've kind of been playing into what that side of the that show is in the past season. Okay. So I, think, I think it'll be funny. Well, well you know, it's at least something I'll give a try to. I mean, they're still making disenchantment, so. Yeah, fair enough. Also, if y'all want adult animation, Bob's Burgers season resumed. It has, yeah. Yeah, so we're watching. Yeah, it has. The Coming back from the break, their past two have been great. They hit on yeah. both of them. Because I, I think Bob's Burgers yeah, is... the at- one where the, uh, the babysitter was hitting on the... Mm-hmm. What was it? It's the the adjuster, am, notary. yeah, 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 the notary, the notary, yep. yeah. And then, and then the other one was based on a movie. Bob's Burgers is best when they do movie spoofs. Yeah. So shit was great. Um, but let's uh, let's move into winning time. What an incredible fucking show! This is the sports content that we've been waiting for. But let me blow your mind. They did not get the clearance of the NBA. Or the Lakers. The only reason why I believe they're not getting sued is because HBO is a parent company of Warner Media, which pays the NBA $1.2 billion for TV rights. Well, I don't think they're doing anybody wrong. So I don't think there's like... They doing Jerry West kind of (laughs) dirty. I mean, they're paying Jerry West as a douche. Like this last episode, they kind of episode one, they paint him as the ultimate douchebag. Episode two, they kind of said that it was because of him losing and his stress as a coach. So I so in episode three, he's probably going to move into the GM role that we know of him as, which I think is better suited for him. But they painted him as a douche and they painted Jerry Buss as a playboy. I don't think I don't think if. Yeah, I don't think Jerry Buss would hate that. No, but his his kids might. Hey, well, you know, you know Jeannie's in it and she's getting a she's good getting play putting right a, you know, they're doing Jeannie. Well, I think that's the thing. The show was like, okay, we can be real about Jerry West. We could be real about magic. We can even be real about Dr. Buss, but we gotta be nice to Jeannie. That way we don't get sued. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's crazy. Like this I is could... NBA NBA. Like I was shocked, Schubert. They really they're diving into it, man. Yeah, I mean, first episode was all about magic, and like I didn't realize that magic, you know, met up with uh, Norm, and then got and, beat and on the yeah, court. didn't know that either. And then like didn't know that there was all kind of beef with the former owner and Jerry Buss having this dick swinging contest because yeah. because uh, he didn't realize he was as cool as Jerry Buss, and magic liked him and didn't want to eat that fish. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and no, boy, they play they're playing up magic being a sexual deviant a lot. Yeah, in episode two, they definitely did. <laughs> like there's I'm I'm like, oh shit, this is how you got AIDS. He just fucking and, his, and, and they painted it as like his choice. mom knew this was gonna happen. Yeah. That's how they kind of play that up. Mm-hmm. Rob yeah, Morgan's man. killing it as his dad. And Jason Clark is killing it as uh, Jerry West. I think Jerry West's actor is the best right now. But Magic's doing a good I, job, I too. So. Yeah, I think everyone is doing, doing a pretty good job. I mean, I even think John C. Riley's doing a really good job. I do, too. Um, I'm glad yeah, it's him yeah. and not Will Ferrell or Michael Shannon. I don't think Michael Shannon could have pulled this off now that we know what the show is. 
the Kareem guy is doing pretty good too. Oh, he's killing it as Kareem. It's perfect. I need to see more of him. Yeah, I'm excited to see more of Kareem moving forward. Think, We're gonna get Pat Riley next week. I actually think Kareem and Magic are those two actors did really well. Or like out of the out of like they are doing better than some of the like established actors, which is great. And they're yeah. very crucial to making the show work. And Quincy Isaac is actually kind of decent at basketball. So I think we will see some on the court stuff. Yeah. Um, the really cool thing about that HBO Max is doing that little bit at the end. What little bit? I like when they do that with, with their shows because they do the same thing with the Gilded Age where they talk a little bit about Oh, see, I'm not watching it. Making it. See, on it's, HBO yeah. Max, they don't show that. You got to watch no, it on HBO. I'm watching on HBO Max. So, so the show is an hour and six minutes. And so it cuts off at like, what, 50? Bro, my shit and each then, week has just done the credits and that's it. I don't know. I get Rick Fox talking to the actors what? and writers. See, I need to watch that because that's, that's fucked up. I've been looking for that each week and it's not there. She, but I swear to you, on my HBO Max, it's not there. But see, okay, wait, let me ask you a question. What is your HBO Max tied with normal HBO? No, I mean, it's HBO Max. So. Damn, I need to figure out how to do that then. Yeah, I don't know. Are I you know, watching it through the HBO tab? Uh, maybe. I hope that's what it is, because I have not gotten that yet, man. That's crazy. But. So it's a really fun segment to kind of get. So Pat that. Riley's next week. That's how you know that. Okay. No, Pat Riley's next week because it was in the trailer. Trailer for next week. See, I don't even have trailers for next week. Well, and, and also because Jerry West is out as coach. So oh, yeah. So get Paul, Paul Westhead West and, yeah. West and Pat Riley. Yeah. And Jerry West is going to be the GM now. Okay. That's what's up. So. And, but you need that because Jerry West wanted to play Magic at post, which is fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, like what? Like that that's fucking dumb. Also, I'm trying to think of some other things. I like the lady who it's showing how the Lakers invented the idea of having artists come perform at studios. I think that's awesome seeing that. Yeah, I think that the you know the process of what's going on with uh, Jeannie and her Jeannie and her and building the forum into something more than just a basketball arena is gonna be interesting to watch unfold. Yeah, because that that's literally basically what arenas do, which how every arena makes billions of dollars now without this plan. Like literally Jerry Buss revolutionized how you to be an owner in athletics, because without this plan, I don't think owners would be putting on shows today like they revolutionized. it. Yeah, I think in episode two, the stuff with Red Arbach was was great. Yeah. Showing the Celtics beef. And I loved how after that, John C. Riley started to take it more serious. Like, he loved basketball at first, but, like, now it's like, nah, I don't just love basketball. I want to kick this dude's ass. Yeah. Fuck the Celtics, right? Mm, Yeah, man. This show's making me not like the Celtics, and it's really showing in the race of, like, how they wanted Larry Bird to succeed because he was the white guy, man. But they needed both of them. They did, and we're going to see that. Like, that owner's meaning... And, yep. Uh, and even the, the with the commissioner, the GM, yeah. And even the GM and the Lakers are talking about like we don't need the street ball. Mm-hmm. But only David Stern and Jerry Buss realized that nah, we need this. Yeah. They paint. They're painting David Stern in a great light too, but they're painting the old commissioner in a bad light. Yeah. Well, he's dead. Yeah, and they care more about David Stern anyway. The NBA does. Adam Silver does at least. 
that that I think I think Adam McKay picked the right people to mess with and the right people not so they don't get sued. <laughs> Tone line. Yeah, like because to- bro, they're talking about all the coke shit. I'm ready to see players on coke. They're about to pick up Spencer Haywood, who's doing del- who's doing lewds. Well, you know, this goes back to make, make me think like, you know, how Will Ferrell wanted to be in this. Mm-hmm. I don't think Will Ferrell could have been in this. Fuck no. That's what I was saying about Michael Shannon. Neither of them could have been. Uh, I think John C. Riley's the perfect Jerry Buss. Like Will Ferrell would have been too goofy and Michael Shannon would have been way too serious. Yeah. Like John C. Riley's the perfect. And, and knowing that he comes from doing some drama stuff in Gangs of New York and some of the other stuff he's done. He's the perfect mold of drama and comedy. Yeah, I think it shows just hitting. It really yeah. is. I mean, it's just like really good sports. It's the it's the best sports show we've had in a long time. I I prefer it over heels. I have this then heels. Like this is just good quality television. Well, heels is wrestling, but it, it's still sports it's entertainment. Fair enough. <laughs> sports entertainment. well this is the best sports anything we've gotten in a while because we haven't had a sports movie this good in a long time i'm just ready to see the basketball on the court and that will determine how high i have this ranking wise i I still think you're a couple episodes away Mm. i think we're gonna get more of what's going on prior to and then i think we'll see practice this episode i think i think we'll see practice this episode next episode yep yeah so fuck yeah you guys gotta He's got to get right. Yeah, man. He got to get right. And Magic got to start. Ooh, I'm excited. But no, see, Pat Riley's going to be an assistant. We will see basketball. We're going to see him lose. And then Pat Riley, uh, then they fire Westhead and bring Pat Riley in. And then them start well, they win the title before that. They don't win the title with Westhead, huh? 1980. Oh, Magic. Year, year. Magic. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Okay. So we will see them win a title. All right. Fair mm-hmm. enough. We, won't, we might not see Pat Riley take over until next season. Maybe season three. Yeah, this nah season two. West, Westhead is there, 19, 1980 to nineteen eighty two. Okay. Oh, real okay. Interesting. All right, because they but don't win the title. Only then, wins one title. Yeah, he only wins one. And okay, so they win the first one, and then him him and Magic's relationship deteriorates. Okay. Yeah, and I think they probably go and play the Celtics probably in one of those years. And lose. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I don't know for sure. But. Well, then fuck yeah, I'm excited, but. That's all I really got on Winning Time Shooby. That's pretty much both episodes. Yeah, that wraps things up for this episode of Bros Who Binge Podcast. London, let everyone know what's going on with the Bros Who Think Network. You can follow me at LimbyWT. Follow Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. Got a One Piece manga review out. Have a creator conversation out, which I sit down with uh, another creator, and we just discuss things. This week it was with the writer of God Punch and Patrick Thomas, and we we discussed the Batman in One Piece and just talked all about that. Uh, the Bros Who Think podcast. If you haven't checked out the latest episode with Chase and Cash, the the uh, producer who produced "Look What You've Done" on "Take Care," produced a lot of other Drake songs, Lil Wayne songs. Well, a famous producer out of New Orleans. We interviewed him, and then this week we have another great episode coming up. A lot of good stuff. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and to wherever you get podcasts. Also, run it back should be out this week. Me and Ian had a hectic schedule the past two weeks, but we should get something out this week. If not. It'll definitely be early next. All right. Yeah, I should be back with you guys doing that here pretty soon. And, Hell yeah. And we'll get in some some meat. We, we got to do, do the Batman, Batman right? Batman. When, yeah, no, we're doing Dark Knight right when you get back. All right. There you go. Um, other than that, 
you know, definitely catch us next week. We'll be talking more winning time. We might have that conversation that we mentioned earlier. Yeah, we should about, do that. Things uh, we should reboot. We, reboot. we could come um, with five things like each. Yeah. yeah. That's probably something we talked about off air before, but definitely we'll bring Ooh, it on. There's going to be some that. good. So the only rule is it has to be before we were born? Yeah. So I guess before 1994. All right. Fair enough. That's cool. Why don't we say before 1995? Just to make it even. That's fine. All right, cool. All right, that'll work. <laughs> that'll do. All right. all right, well, definitely check in with us next week. I hope you all have a great week out there and catch us next week. Stay safe and keep binging.